Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. Well, do it live. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It's Wednesday. It's uh, October 5th, 2022. I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me in just a moment, Cameron Hawkins, co-host extraordinaire, the, uh, the titan of Twitch, the handsomest man in podcast, the richest man at the ringer. Uh, but until until then, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information because this here is an interactive show. So please reach out to us in one or all of the following ways. <clears throat> if you want to have your voice heard on the show, two ways of going about that. First way, get in line. Hit us up on the Constellation line and talk to Cam and myself live on air tonight. Give us a call at 347 347- 202-0103. Again, taking live calls at 347-202-0103. Uh, if you can't call in live, you've got uh, life and work and responsibilities, you can, uh, you can drop us a voicemail if you uh, indeed want to have your voice heard. Voicemails give you three unadulterated minutes to ask your questions, pose your comments, spout your conspiracy theories. Uh, heat praise upon the, the, the us hosts, uh, the Triple H reign, continuing to do some good things. Uh, but the voicemail is there for you. Hit us up at 415-787-5229. Again, drop us a voicemail at 415-787-5229. You can always drop us an email. The mailbox is always open, constantly being refreshed. So hit us up anytime during the week or anytime during the actual show. Currently, we've got a VIP email from Josh. <clears throat> so Rich and I will get to that later tonight. Uh, so uh, join us in the email form. Hit us up at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Again, that's eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Let us know in the subject of your email which segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you'd like your email read in. You can find us on Twitter. The show can be found at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. We've got somebody asking us to make a prediction whether MGF, MGF, MJF cashes in or the elite shows up in some capacity, any capacity. They show their faces for the first time in whatever, a month or so. Yeah, about a month exactly. Um, yeah, so East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. That's, yeah, hit us up on the email. Uh, oh, no, I was doing Twitter. I'm sorry. I twisted myself all around. <clears throat> My man asked this, yeah, and the elite's going to show up. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do three things, and I'm sweating. Uh huh. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can hit up Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. 
And speaking of CEE Hawk, uh, follow along, listen along, watch along, chat along. Uh, Cam's Twitch is up, it's on, it's popping. It's all kinds of good, fun conversation and shenanigans happening. Um, find them on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Seahawk. And the ba- last bastion of Gidadich, you can find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at Facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You will see us among the Torch family of fan pages. So please give us a like. Share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buds in it. Spread the word that way. Thank you. Um, All right. Without further ado, Cameron Hawkins. Welcome back to the show. What is the deal, man? Hey, the deal is the deal. Uh, yeah, deal. we're um, we're streaming and like I don't know if uh, I think Twitch has an, an error right now because like it's not showing anybody. So like, yeah, uh, so you're I'm offline. live. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm live, it's but like nothing's showing. So like, you know, maybe we'll do a hard restart and see what's happening. Um, but yeah, you know, everything is everything. Um, yeah, yeah, figuring out the kinks, but, uh, things are cool. I think, I guess we're getting together tomorrow. And we're going to Saturday. that, uh, definitely yeah, Saturday, so. but definitely yeah. tomorrow too, because <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, been, you know, it has been bullet. Yeah. So, so you know, yeah. making we, we have not been to an indie show because I haven't been to an indie show since I've been in Texas. And we've never, like, done any of the special WrestleMania stuff, the couple that we've attended together. So this will be yeah. – uh, what's what's the company? Um, I don't – is it New Texas Pro? I don't know. I'd have to check with Joseph. Um, I think some of the people from New Texas Pro are going to be there. So we might be – there might be some work mixed in with the fun, um, some stuff I got to do. But, you know, we shall see. Um, yeah. No, there is definitely a Twitch issue, um, which is cool. Don't mind me none. Turn off this ring light and, and just talk about the wrestling. Yeah, so he didn't say the company, but it's at uh, the pinballs at the yeah. in Lake Creek. So he said so. it's showing that I'm offline, huh? It shows you are offline, and it's just showing what I assume is a random episode from the rep from you know whatever your last show was. Huh. Fascinating. I'll see if I can make that work as we talk. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you sound fine, so that's yeah. Yeah, don't uh, no need to mess with the levels. Uh but yeah, we've got uh we got some stuff to talk about. We had I what I think was a good fun week in WWE T V, just another just building on uh the you know, some some decent, interesting, and really fun stuff they've got going on on both Raw and SmackDown. And it's it's been a while since you could say that. Usually it's, uh, if if either show is good, it's one or the other that, that has something worth talking about on it. Whether it's Roman Reigns or the Hurt Lock or Hurt, Hurt Business or whatever for the last few years. they got good stuff going on on both shows, some real... Uh, uh, you know, tune-in worthy uh, segments and just personally 
it got to the point where I tuned in. I said, oh, shit, it's 11.15, 11.20, or, or sorry, 7.15 or 7.20, <clears throat> whatever it was. And uh-huh. I was upset because I was like, I probably missed something good. And I was like, and then I, like, it wasn't immediate, but later I was like, wow, that was a, that was an interesting thought to have. I haven't felt that way in a long time, like years. Uh-huh. You missed part of the show, you missed part of the fucking show. <laughs> even pay-per-views, even WrestleMania, whatever, I showed up late. Whatever, get me a beer. How's everybody doing? But Monday, I felt like, ah, man, why did I miss the first 15 minutes? Maybe something, you know, newsworthy happened or just fun or interesting or good, you know. Um, So that's just a good feeling to have as a wrestling fan. Uh, When the show goes off, you're not like, wow, finally got through that. It's like, oh, man, that felt like I could could have gone for some more. Like, wow, that was that was good. I, mean, I feel good at the end of a, you know, wrestling show. I'm anticipating the next thing, not dreading, oh, shit, six out, three more hours next Monday. Uh, I mean, that's still a problem. That's always going to be a problem as long as Raw is three hours. But uh, they are they are weaving things in and out of the sh- throughout the show. They have a two- and three-hour storylines that work their way throughout the show. Um, I'm still a thumbs-up for the, you know, for the Triple H reign so far. And it just seems to be, it's building on itself, and I'm enjoying things. Anything from WWE TV this week from Raw or or from SmackDown or Raw that uh, stands out? Sammy's been really good and really funny. And Jay Hayden Sammy is just everything. Um I thought that Bianca had a very strong promo against Bailey and Bailey. That was, was physical great. Was really good. Yeah. Bianca was fantastic in the talking segment and even when she had to, you know, get beat up and uh and sell, she was she was good at that and got the heels over and Yeah. But but the promo stuff, the or the the interview stuff, the the conversation with Bailey. I don't know, Bailey. Uh, I think Bailey's got to step up on the mic. She's getting a little uh, repetitive and dry. I don't know. Maybe it was because I thought Bianca was so good. It kind of made Bailey kind of look like a chump. Not even a chump, but just not the most creative heel banter. For sure. Uh, but. It was all about Bianca in that segment for me, and she was she was great. She just looked like so, exactly what you would, the face you would make, the tone you would take, and the words you would say to a person across from you, you know, talking all kinds of reckless bullshit about how you didn't have to, how you didn't work hard, and all these things, uh, or you were you were handed what you were given, or whatever she was saying. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so Bianca in that segment absolutely nailed it, and later on in the physical stuff. As well. Yeah, yeah, has been absolutely smoking it. Um, are you? Um, do you feel like you're missing something not having a a world title match at Extreme Rules? No. Yeah. Not even. Neither. Not even close. Me neither. Feels just fine. There are some really strong matches. I mean, Finn and Edge and an I quit and, and Edge's promo just right to the camera. This is 
I didn't like the character stuff. You know, I'm never, I'm not a big fan of, you know, I get it. You want to, you know, this is extra real. Like, well, no. But anyway, uh, but the the substance of what he had, what Edge had to say, and man, he's, I don't know if it's just, if it's, if it's, uh, you know, because he's done professional acting stuff and gigs and mainstream shows and movies and shit, but he, or, or if that's just, hey, my fucking knees hurt and shit, and my wife is looking at me like, yo, (laughs) you know, like, this was like a, this felt, this felt, uh, it's felt more than just normal go home promo for a baby face. And for yeah. you know, it's it's Finn Balor, like we all love Finn, but all of a sudden that match to me got much bigger after that promo. And it's like, oh, he drove home the fact that it is an I quit match. It's not just kind of you know, gimmick matches are gimmick matches. But uh one of these guys is gonna have to say I quit and that's like pretty interesting. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, you got Riddle and I thought that, that the Riddle Seth interaction wasn't great but it got good later. You know what I mean? Like it definitely got good later. Um I thought Daniel yeah, Cormier was just a- just passable and did just enough to keep the wrestling crowd from not uh uh, uh, turn like he didn't pause too much. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. how taped or live or whatever the whole that whole thing was. Uh, but the tone, the cadence, how he didn't give them the chance to get bored and say what or you know like who is this guy or I don't know you know whatever. And acknowledge just, why he cared about both of them, like why this meant something to him. Yeah. Like you know I'm Riddle. You know we we come from the same lane. Seth, I've been a fan of yours for years. Like he was involved. I thought that was an important thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it was it literally is a, me needing to restart. So we're, we're, we're live now. Yeah. So it was a Cameron issue. Throwing all that slander at, at Twitch. Uh, uh, Streamlabs. They know what they're doing. <laughs> I know somebody doing like, damn, I guess they know doing the show. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Watch now. You can now elevate a message in Seahawks channel. Try it. Nah. Don't think that I will. Nah. Um, I thought that... A new thing? Uh, I like Ronda and Liv on, on Friday. Um, I think that like, they're giving you reason to think like Liv has a real shot in this match. Uh, super important. Um, I'm not... I mean, yeah. Like, Drew, Cross, fine, whatever. I'm not even, like, super into that. Brawling Brutes and Imperium should be really good. Um, You know, it's going to be some some Mm -hmm. ass-kicking. So do you think – I mean, we're going to get into predictions, so we'll kind of go down there. But, uh, yeah, I thought TV was solid. Um, NXT, I thought, was way too epilogue-heavy. Way too prologue heavy. Like they did way more talking than I want to see people. Like you have a show where everybody can be on there wherever you need to be. They're not somewhere doing something else. They're not doing promo across the country. So yeah, I thought that um, 
more interpersonal interaction between like the guys in the main event um, for the title match at Halloween Havoc. I thought that would have been good. Like the vignettes were fine, but I, I didn't like the opening with Pretty Deadly. I thought it was it was way too cute. Um, but you know, I, I saw still... I saw Melo beat the the one guy who was pretty good. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, stop, yeah. standard standard driver, and then like, oh no, not so standard. It got good. Yeah, it got one last yeah. week. Uh, Mensa, yeah, he's solid. Oral Mensa. And then, um, you know, you had the Brawling Brutes kind of go back down to NXT, motivate uh, Briggs, uh, Brooks and, or Briggs and Jensen, and yeah. uh, also motivate uh, Sweatsuit. Uh, yeah. So, that was good. Can, was good. Can, let me counter the prologue, even though I didn't see the chefs all the one match. Um, and that was because I wanted to see, I thought there was a complete revamp and it was just some slight things in the. Yeah. Not too big of a difference. Yeah. New logo or new color scheme to the logo sort of. Um, do you think it was prologue and epilogue heavy and talk heavy because they have a ton of new folks with the merging of, you know, NXT UK that they have, that they feel they have to get over and, you know, talking segments is, is a way to do that. Or were they just featuring the same old NXT talent that we've been seeing the last I think, I mean, you three, have five, McDonough you know. and you have uh, Dragunov, who, you know, isn't super, like, the American crowd isn't super familiar with him, so I understand that part. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, again, like, I just thought, you don't have to do all that in the same show. You can spread that across. Um, I do think that they need to be careful not to overexpose Roxanne Perez. Um, I just thought her going back and forth with Cora. Yeah, but but her going back and forth with Cora about the things they wanted to do and their relationship and who did what. I'm just like, you have like a chance at a real strong, pure white meat baby face talent. Like, don't have her go too far off into being catty and petty. Like, Mm. no, let's... Let's keep her on the straight and narrow. Um, Interesting. But again, it wasn't bad. I thought it was just overproduced this week. That's all. Um, but yeah, um, you wanna you wanna get into these predictions for the pay per view, and I, I mean like Saturday is gonna be crazy. So like you know, you don't care, but of course it's Texas OU weekend, and so like let's see, that's at eleven a.m. and it's probably gonna go till three or four. Right. Um, and then extreme rules. So I'm I'm probably gonna have like I might have people over early and people over late. You know, because we live in Austin where people watch that. <laughs> um, let's see. The start time for extreme rules is seven Eastern. So there might be some crossover there. We'll see how long people want to eat my food. But yeah. Um, that's like Saturday is going to be quite the day with both of those. But yeah, um, you want to get into the show and what you think is going to happen? Yeah. All right. So six man brawling brutes against <clears throat> Imperium. Um, I don't think that Walter that Gunther needs to win every single match he's involved in. I think he needs to keep the intercontinental title and not be able to be beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I could see and, and this is the winning. match. This is the match you would 
if if he could lose this this is a match a six man mm-hmm. that is far away from the pin. Uh, uh, absolutely. So yeah, I, I think um, just for credibility's sake, I, I think the 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 brutes would have to win this one. Yeah, to kind of uh, ebb and flow of of how the story's been told. And again, you had them in NXT this week trying to motivate everybody, so you have to believe that they're motivated in turn. So yeah, for sure. Um, Balor and Edge, I quit. Mm-hmm. I got Edge like, all day. Like I don't think I, I think Edge too. Um. You know, Balor is, um, apparently Balor is, like, set for a big push. Um, I could definitely see him as a world champ, especially if they do split the titles. Um, so, yeah. Well, but I also have Edge. Is Okay, so is this rethinking that Edge promo? Is there is there kind of a, is there a way to look at that where this is the big, Sad thing moment where he does have where he is that it for Edge? Like, do, they, do they do do they just not build it up and he has let me just put Finn over huge at extreme rules or, I can see or that you know, too. whatever. I can see that too. Like you know, Edge is like, and, and it's not even an I quit like because you're in pain. It's more of a I quit. Mm. <laughs> you know, like that's the tone of like oh yeah. Holy shit. And they're just like, like, if AJ is the one that causes Edge, I don't know if they have, if he can tie that in, you know. Yeah, because they've been doing but, a very good job of, like, AJ, I'm your friend. You need me. They've been doing a very good job of that. Yeah, so it's, there's no way they're going to, he's not going to join up. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, character-wise, it's like, what? Sad to say, but it's like, well, that's kind of where that kind of story goes, like, right? Like, Somebody he's gotta with, gotta give he's, him. He withstood him for weeks and like months even because this is a callback to you know they didn't fully go for it when the Judgment Day first started, but you know mm-hmm. they were out there interacting with AJ and got away from it. So yeah, coming back to that, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. he's gonna join up the history, the fact that just the fact that AJ isn't you know doing a ton of exciting stuff outside mm-hmm. of uh, what he tags up or hangs out with somebody else. Mm-hmm. All right. So Bianca with Alexa and Oscar versus Bailey with Dakota and EO. Ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship. Travis, I do not know if we can avoid Alexa costing Bianca the title. I just I just really see that happening. Um, I don't know any reason for that relationship to really continue. I think that you could literally make Bianca champion for life if need be, but this is a way to have her do something different if that's the goal, as well as have one of your established acts kind of back on top there, you know? If see the, I I could see that happening, but the aftermath, right? Like, okay, well, on one hand, Bianca's going to want to chase back, get her title back, but mm-hmm. also she's going to want to, you know, beat up Alexa Bliss. 
And I don't see that going very well for Alexa Bliss for uh. so many reasons. And and you would either have to make Bianca, who has been built to be this really strong, uh, just friendly, you know, like she catches going eh, friendly, but she's like connects whatever, like, like she said in her promo. Thing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, people connect with me because they feel me, like for whatever reasons. So she's going to have to then lower herself. And I just mean by putting Alexa Bliss over because that is absolutely unbelievable. And she's going and and just yeah, I, I, unless they just have her go in there and beat the shit out of Alexa Bliss and and destroy her, which gets you where? You know, well, like what is that do for Alexa that, Bliss if you know presumably they're going to want to do something with her? And, yeah, I also think that Alexa Bliss might be doing something a little different here, pretty soon. Um, Ain't going to change the fact that she's, you know, 5 foot, 105 pounds. Sure, but when she's 5 foot, foot. remember when she had magic powers and couldn't be hurt, um, that changed. Don't don't see. Where power's been the last uh, 18 months, Ben? Um, Look, on vacation at the crib, playing with (laughs) miniature ponies. With a, with a fine uh, Dominican wife. That's where our magic powers, man. Um, but okay. Uh, Drew and Cross, I think Cross has to win this. Like, haven't had a main roster match since you've been back. Immediately going against a top contender who you've been physically dominating. I think Cross wins this. This it would just cement, I think, in a decent amount of fans' minds that oh, well, that's exactly why Drew McIntyre is not the champion today. Not because Solo Sokoa screwed him. It's like because he can't even fucking beat this guy. Damn. So that might be the case. I'm I'm going Drew because. Fuck carrying cross. That whole his no. Push him at your own fucking peril. Motherfucker is just anti fun. Just like ugh. as soon as he comes on, like, yeah. So um, push him and have okay. him be one of your number one contenders, and and, and see see how that goes. I feel like your lock for the weekend is Riddle beating Rollins in the fight pit. I feel like that's, that's your lock. If I if I had to, uh, somebody said, yeah, out of these whatever six eight matches, uh, pick an absolute lock. That would be the one. Yeah, it's just like he got you got to win something. Yeah, you're not winning. You haven't won the matches. You ain't won the promos. Seth said you're not winning in life, so you got to win something. Um, <laughs> does he, like, dominate Seth, or is this a very even-keeled Seth is going move for move with him, and Riddle just finds a way to get the job done? I think, I think the point to uh, having that kind of a match is – 
you know, we're assuming, well, Riddle has an advantage because, I mean, whatever, fights a mm-hmm. fight, I, I guess. But if you're putting that, ma- if you're putting that, if you want to have a match like that in a, again, in a year, two years, whatever, fuck, six weeks, I don't, I don't think they would, but, you know, you have to give it a, a feel of like some kind of, Daunting, like the fact that they said it's the most brutal match or whatever in the WWE. It's that was absurd and ridiculous and should not have been said, edited, and then allowed on the fucking TV. Like it was just a failure. It's three three stages. Um, it's just a cage with a platform. Like it has no barbed wire. It's got no explode. Like how is it the most? How is it worse than anything else? But um, the point would be the, the fighters, you know, like the fighters going to win this match, not the pretty boy wrestler type. Or they could, but if, you know, given, you know, all things are even, you put them in this, in this environment, the fighter should win. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, for for that alone, you should have the fighter beat the wrestler in the fucking fighting cage. Huh? Even though they're both wrestlers, and but you know what I'm saying. But yeah, one with the background, with the with the home field advantage, as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 Seth hasn't denigrated any kind of uh, fighting, you know. So that's that would be something you could draw on as well. But they didn't go there. Seth doesn't, uh, or at least I don't. I don't think it's more of a personal grudgy kind of thing. Uh, Seth hasn't denigrated his background or his style or. That kind of thing. So he's not J E double F M double A or double M A. No, he no, no, he's not. Mm -mm -mm. Um, and then I and I wonder what match is going to main event. I wouldn't be surprised if it was this one. Liv and Ronda Extreme Rules match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I got Liv retaining there. I think it would be a mistake of having that match main event extreme rules in Philadelphia. I know it's 2022 and that means a lot less than it did in you know, and it 2002. And the, the only extreme rules match on the card. You, you mean by title, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is technically the only extreme rules So it's rules like you match. wouldn't have anything else main event hell in a cell. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying it's a one-on-one. Oh, one, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That is a good fucking point. Yeah, all those years where the Royal Rumble didn't main event were kind of weird, weak Royal Rumble years. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, that's done. Um, I got Liv Retainer, man. I got Liv Retainer. I don't know if, if Shayna costs Ronda or if Liv just catches her slipping or what, but I got, I got Liv Retainer in the title. Yeah. I'm just going to be owing to to Liv Morgan, and that's a shame. <laughs> that's just not. I think Liv's had a like, really good, a really good like since the Shayna match. Um, I, th- I think Liv's had a very good month, month and a half, two months, whatever. I think she's been good since then. Um, getting better at what she's doing. So you know, we'll see how far that carries. Are those all the matches? Yeah. yeah. No no bloodline on the pay-per-view. Um, 
as of right now, no Lashley. Um, and again, it, it does not feel like they're missing something. It feels like, you know, other areas no. get a chance to shine, and that ain't a bad thing. Yeah, I, I'd rather this format than everybody and every title's defended, mm-hmm. and it's a fucking six-hour show. Like, this is absolutely fine. You take the stuff that – like, Bobby's just been TV – you know, uh-huh. you can get you a main event, you get you a fucking quarter hour, or, you know, at the top of the hour kind of deal. You know, he's plug and play Bobby Lashley. Um, and and they just haven't had... Did you did you uh, enjoy the Mustafa Ali stuff? How he uh, yeah, got himself a little bit of edge shot? Cool. Yeah. I thought the match was good. Um, yeah. Yeah, sweet hit. He got sweet smoked after, but yeah, I did like it. Um... I tell you my favorite part of Raw. I got to, I got to share. Uh, I got to tell Dax about Gable's suplex before he saw it, and he was like, "Yeah, that's him." Like Gable, Gable oh, out there yeah, cooking, boy. Strowman, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Gable was out there cooking. The fact that they made like, that interesting, and I don't think people might say you shouldn't have Braun Strowman selling like that, and you know that might that's a that's a fair criticism but i thought it worked and then brian got up and beat the shit out of the guy <laughs> and it was like oh, yeah. okay. cool sense. move bro yeah. yeah excellent spectacle look great um yeah they got some wrestling going on man like um hopefully tez uh whatever's going on with his foot he gets back healthy soon um but you know uh dawkins is out there doing his thing looking good mm-hmm. so yeah you know we'll uh we'll see um I do not want to make little of the fact that, Trav, it is the AEW's three-year anniversary. Yep. yep. Um, before specifics, any major uh, declarations or approximations or reflections on the last three years, um, did you think it would last three years? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had no reason. I had no reason to think that. Yeah. Big yeah, back um, very When people talk about AEW like failing, I'm like, guys, like, publicly. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What do you even mean? Um, I think they've done a great job at the style that the Young Bucks and Omega kind of helped pioneer and heighten and draw attention to here in North America, the U.S. specifically, I think they are super served that audience with that style. Um, people are that, – that audience is not turned off by that. It's very much what they want and what they receive. Um, so I think super serving your audience in that way, they've absolutely grown um, numbers-wise. You know, they're, they're constantly doing right there in that one million area some weeks over. I think that – they, more than WWE, have done a great job of making their legacy and legend acts feel like a big deal. Um, specifically, you look at Sting. They've done a great job at honoring him and making him feel important. Um, they have a flock of young stars that you feel can be big stars. They have the MJFs. They have uh, the Starks. They have a Willow Nightingale, they have a Jade, um, like they have people like that. And then the people in their main event, 
you can't help your main event from being littered with a bunch of WWE guys. Guess where everybody was for the longest amount of time, you know? Yeah. Um, I think Jericho's been really good, like, working with AEW talent. Daniel Bryan's been good. Moxley's been good. Um, The Punk thing maybe has not worked out the way they wanted it to, but it was good while it was going. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's been a very, uh, like an upswing for the most part. You know, we'll see how that plays out. It will be disappointing if on the three-year anniversary, the elite are not on the show. Like, it just will be, you know. This thing was built typically off their backs, and it would be unfortunate if they couldn't be a part of that. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that the responsibility shouldn't come into play. I'm just saying, like, it would be unfortunate. But, you know, game is the game, but... Yeah, I think it's been a very solid three years. I think that they are – the area they're lacking in the most is it feels like talent um, are not reined in and are – if these are work shoots that are being built into storylines, I mean, cool, but not real cool. <laughs> if these are real things, that stuff needs to be situated out. Uh, but, like, more good than bad. Um, yeah, maybe they'll do something on video. I was thinking that as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's been it's been more good than bad for sure. Any thoughts specifically on the Andrade Sammy Guevara stuff uh, on Twitter? Everybody can't be calling you a punk. Like, if everybody's calling you a punk, everybody thinks you're a punk. And you have not given the viewing public any reason to think you're not a punk. You got you to gotta sort that out one way or another. Because, like, this is not adding to you and who you are. Like, there's way too much. He got pulled from Rampage. Like, look, even he was talking crazy, but, like, yo, Sammy, like, you got to – I wouldn't want everybody to think I'm getting special treatment and the reason I'm getting special treatment is because I can't defend myself and not defend myself in a fight but I can't man to man talk something out and I would not want that to be my reputation at my job let alone some damn wrestling yeah it kind of defeats the purpose of your guy that job is to fight and confront people <laughs> you know like wait, you gotta what? get that right dude <laughs> um everybody running around calling you a punk ain't cool and I, I, this is the thing like i've talked to people about him and people have talked to me about him voluntarily like without me saying anything right and it's it's the thing where it's like look X, Y, and Z would make Sammy great. Sammy does not care about X, Y, and Z. Those things are simply not important to him. He thinks he knows the best way to go about it. And, hey, it ain't cost him yet, so who am I to say he's wrong? But what you presenting in long term, like, dog, you're not Shawn Michaels. You're good, no. but you're not Shawn Michaels. You know what I mean? Like, you're not such a unique talent that – Regardless of how your coworkers feel about you, there's a justifiable reason to put you in the forefront. You're not him. So, like, you're not CM Punk. You're not that guy, pal. Yeah, you're not that guy, pal. Exactly. So, like, I don't know, man. It's it's looking kind of funny for dude. 
Yeah, and you don't want to get stretched out in the fucking backstage again or whatever by another person and then just proving all everybody's chatter correct, <laughs> whether correct or not. But, you know, assumptions will be uh, will be made. Like, oh, we ain't got the mink-minked again? Like, <laughs> yeah, like even, you know, our good friend TK might even be like, I can't fucking push this guy. Yeah, I had some, some respect for my, not even on some moral, like, oh, he's involved, he's got an attitude problem, just because I can't have a guy on my TV that <laughs> just everybody knows he can't win a fucking backstage fight. The be- yeah, one of my favorite parts of the wire. Um, season two, when they're out the funeral home, and String is trying to run everything like like a business, right? So they're in the funeral home, and it's that thing where when you're in a meeting, like the chair has to give you permission to talk. And then they're talking about how they can't get no, like, the dope's bad. They don't have corners. And Poop puts his hands up and says, does the chair know that we're going to be out here looking like some bitches? And that's what it is. Regardless of if you're running a business or not, you still can't look like no bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. You got to sort that out. He's just asking to be tried. And, yeah. and I just realized nobody can see the chat box. This is nasty, nasty work today. I can see it. I'm interacting with it. Oh, you mean the oh, one on the screen? Yeah. The one that pops this up. Yeah, shit. it's pretty small. Yeah. But there's also nothing else going on. There's no background there. I just figured you were like, I'm not fucking with it <laughs> this week. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm oh, tripping. Yeah. We were supposed to be watching Extreme Backyard Wrestling. Oh, my goodness. There we go. Why did I say Why? Why? Travis. <laughs> the reason why we got half the goddamn wrestlers uh, we got today is because of fucking backyard wrestling. Damn. Yo, what was in his mouth? Pizzle. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. All the hepatitis C is just flying around. They're doing the most. Okay, there we go. We got a chat. Perfect. Okay. Beating the shit out that man. That one guy kind of looked familiar. Woo! Flaming. Did you have tacos yesterday for for National Taco Day and Taco Tuesday, Trav? Nope. We now I want to change that. I had ham and cheese for lunch, and I had uh, fried chicken and vegetables for dinner. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, get these CZW shows. I used to watch a decent amount of this shit. <laughs> I wasn't always the well-refined wrestling fan. That, that you see today. Damn. I tried to get a cheesesteak with no cheese. They're not having it. Oh, fam, go to hoodies. Not going anywhere. Uh, or have hoodies what? door dash. And what is hoodies? Hoodies is a spot in Round Rock that's got 
fucking cheesesteaks that like the people that run it are from Philly. They got tasty cake products. I was I, I was I walked in there ready to hate the place, Cam. Just with my fucking Philadelphia nose in the air, like nah, mm-hmm. But then I walked in like, oh, <laughs> these people ain't faking it. And then, you know, you eat the food and it's fucking terrific. But yeah. I can't imagine they would say, No, you better you gotta have cheese. They're like, pussy, you take my twelve dollars and shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> I don't think they're uh, on DoorDash, but it's fine. Door I'll manage. Yeah. They're great. Keep them in mind if you're around yeah. not far. Anyway. So uh all right. Any uh AEW talk before we uh, I mean, line. tonight you got Brian and um, you got Brian and Garcia against Jericho and Guevara. Um, should be really good. Uh, trying to see what they're doing with the women's division. Another week with uh, with Saray. I did not think last week was strong. I really think they need to establish why she's a big deal. I was telling people like they should just read off that she's former world champ, and they were like, well. She got overshadowed by the whole show. I was like, Jericho been overshadowed by every single main eventer in WWE ever, but we should still acknowledge how great he is. Like, what are you talking about? So I really think they need to explain like let why them being overshadowed then overshadow them now when you absolutely don't have to. Like, why make that decision? Yeah, let us give a shit about her. Yeah. But yeah, she, is there is there a main event set? Is there a? I think that's uh, the main event. I think that tag match is the main event. Oh, okay. Wait, what? What's the tag? What's the match? Uh, Danielson and Garcia against ah. Jericho and Guevara. So has Jericho? Has Ryan won the uh, custody battle? <laughs> for, for... No, it's still up in the air. It's still up. I mean, in he's the air. teaming with the guy against the guy he's took him from. Quote unquote. Seems uh, really cut and dry to me. Um, I've got to turn this off. I, I've got to tab to something else. The death I'm match is too much. To... Yeah, it's too much. I can't concentrate. I want to say ooh ah every fucking. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, let's uh let's talk to some folks. I see a bunch of people in the queue and we've got a couple with their hands up, so uh if you wanna talk to us, hit us up. Three four seven two oh two oh one oh three is the number to call. Let's go to four one nine to start things off. Four one nine, who's this? Where are you what from? Up? I think I should know this. It seems Craig. pretty Yeah, hey Craig, god damn it. Of course. What is going on? What's happening? How you feeling? Okay. Yeah, you said yeah, you're, you're a little low, but you know you, you're okay. All right. Um, yeah, yell at us a little bit. More. I was listening to a couple of things over the time, and uh, they said um, they were kind of getting tired of the whole Jamie Hader Brit thing, the seeming to pull the trigger, and I was thinking the same thing about the Danny Garcia thing with Jericho like I'm just going to be bored by the end of it it's like do it already or don't do it you know whatever and so I was wondering if there was any other things like that going on right now 
for you guys, or if there's any bit, there's any historical uh, kind of turns that you guys are like, just fucking do it already. <laughs> oh, man, none pop in, but I absolutely, we all have, you know, been a part of some really epic ones. I just can't think of any. Um, I kind of a will they, won't they. Well, remember, not even a, 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 a turn. Well, I guess it was a turn as the whole group. Like, New Day's turn from being heels to, like, just, a, like, it feels like they took a long time to just mm-hmm. pull the trigger on them being baby faces. Like, bam. It's just, it's not. It's not working anymore as them as heels. Like everybody, like the body language of all the fans, like everybody just wants to turn them heel or turn them baby face. Um, so that kind of sort of jumps out. And then they obviously never, never looked back. Because they were pretty, the whole New Day Rocks thing was a fucking obnoxious heel yep. thing to piss the crowd off. <laughs> like Channel on Woodish, y'all. They would just boo. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you think of any? Is that? Oh God, he is just leaking blood. Is that Drake Younger? It is. Oh God, explains a lot. Anyway, um, <laughs> that I that I thought took too long. Eh, probably, um, legacy slapping Randy Orton in the fucking face. I I do mm. think that that should have happened. Like. They they left Ted out to dry too long. Um, that's the one that kind of jumps out. I, I, I would uh, say I could say the Mysterios, you know, breaking up. Oh yeah, but, Dominic. But, like, it, but then but then it actually worked yeah. out because at least they got to do their turn while you know with with no Vince, yeah. uh, you know, stuff. So it did take. I think Ray, take, I do take think Ray while, is still too on the fence right now. Um, but that's Brady to fucking get head. his shit together. I was kind of with AJ uh, uh, Monday night, like fam, man, what the fuck, man? And the fact that he's all tearing up, like he's not twelve years old. He's a grown ass man making yeah. terrible grown ass decisions. <laughs> Wait, thirty, but still, he's not. He's not. He's you know twenty two or whatever. But... Greg. Yeah. Do you? I'm it's sure you I have, have one, a few in mind, or at least uh, one or two in mind. Uh, Throw that the question. The, the, uh, the Danny Garcia one, uh, the acclaim took a little bit to, to go, but I think they, you know, they didn't drag it out too long. Um, yeah, I have a hard time with um, historical stuff because yeah. I skipped a whole bunch of. Uh, oh, that's a whole, whole yeah. Bunch of, yeah. I guess you could you could say Roman, but like nobody expected a heel turn to come. I think that's Over been good time. lately, especially because I think you add Solo and Sammy to it, and it feels fresh again. Like because again, it's this thing being built off of not just Roman being a heel, but him being like a legit sociopath. Mm-hmm. In a way that's not cartoonish, like most wrestling is in that way. Um, yeah, yeah, like it's been fun to see. I think I think that this added a lot to it 
it could have. There are people who think it's stale, but it's also like. I don't know. I don't want to talk about everybody's sensibilities, but I think a lot of people think it's stale because it's Roman. Um, I think it's been really good. I think they found a way to stretch it by adding characters to it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my question would be, then, then what? Like, what would you put on top? It's the question you got to you ask Cena haters in you know 2010 or or you know 2012. It's like if your money was on the line, who do you push? on that show over him? Mm-hmm. You know, it was a question I'm pretty sure uh, Boris, who's on hold, got asked that. And, and he got to grudgingly go, oh, well, I ain't not push Cena because he's obviously the biggest fucking star they got. I just hate him. <laughs> like, personally, which is fine, but you know, you got to understand why he's, you know, getting pushed and how this thing works. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a 50-50 chance whether you're going to pick somebody or not. So you can't fucking win them all, damn. I mean, imagine if you hated yeah. Hulkamania and, you know, you were 16-year-old, 1985, like, ready to, like, be, you know, it's like, God damn it, I got the next 10 years, you know, eight years, <laughs> this is what, what's going to dominate my TV. And, yeah, you just fucking like somebody. Hey, man, get out. Oh, no, you got to go ahead, go ahead. 96 when he he resurfaced as the heel and I was like, fuck this. I've already put up with Hogan enough. I'm out. <laughs> they don't watch again. Oh, years. right. That's, yeah, yeah. That went into your... Or 18 your years. Whole, I don't know How do you, yeah, and you're the, you're the weirdo who uh, who left because of that. That interested most other wrestling fans, the heel turn. But oh, you were yeah. just like, it's, I mean, it's, it's Hogan. I am I'm weird. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a weirdo because like everybody's all over the Roman thing, and I'm just like, well, he, all his you know, you guys have heard this, but all his matches are the same. He gets interference in every match. You know how it's going to end. Everything is plotting. Real quick, when you say all of his matches are the same, do you mean really exciting? No, I mean they're going to end the same way with some Wait, kind of interference. He's not. I mean, if you're a Floyd Mayweather fan, are you complaining that Floyd Mayweather's match fights all ended the same way, fifty and zero, whatever yeah. fuck he is? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm not a I'm not a Floyd Mayweather fan, so if I'm I mean, watching, neither, but you know, that's what I'm saying. If I was a Roman fan, I'd probably be into it. If I if I was into it, I'd probably be into it. Well, I'm into it because Travis, it's fucking good, not because it's Roman. Go ahead, Cam. Travis, who who is this we're talking to? Craig, what you mean? It is Craig, yeah. I don't, Craig, you're low. I can hear you, Craig. I hope you're doing all right. I hope you're safe. Quit being a fucking hater, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like the disclaimer. All the qualifications. Respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah. Wonder if it's going to go well for you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> talking about no, I'm kidding. No, I'm, um, I'm, I am happy that everybody's got something to like and they like it, but it's just not for me. But it, that's the same thing I was thinking with Hogan back in the day. And I, I think the biggest thing is, like, here. the matches are better. I think that's kind of the thing. Like, but what about the story? The matches were bad, but, like, his last, you know, since he came back as a heel, those matches have been so good. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a distinct a difference in what he was doing as a face. And, I mean, of course, you're, you're going to get a Superman punch. You're going to get a spear. But we're talking yeah. submission moves. We're talking beating people down and talking shit to them the whole time. Like, 
dominating people, not just dominating the win column. Like it's been all really, all really. while doing this while establishing the tribal chief stuff, while building your yeah. building his faction in a you know in the way that two years in people are like, mm, are we tired of it now? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck else got two years in and then finally people go, are we? No way. Are we sick of this? Oh, look, brand new thing. Not even thinking about being sick of it anymore. Like, it's not even a like crossing. We don't, anybody's. and not we, but like, people don't acknowledge enough that one of the knocks against wrestlers in 2022 is that they didn't retire from injury and they didn't die. So what? you're getting what? people. Wait, with you want like, to clarify that? Because I do want to clarify. You're getting people with <laughs> 10 to 15 year on air careers in a way okay. that it didn't happen a generation ago. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. And so the the idea of getting stale and needed to be fresh is something that did not exist for wrestlers before like 2001. You know what I mean? Like it 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 sucks. I mean, it don't suck for their bank account because they're getting it, but they are held to a standard that people weren't held to before Hogan's turn. Like, Hogan's probably the first guy who was like, I'm sick of seeing this shit, and went heel and then made all the money in the world. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, wrestling's too old and too big to, you know. But, but territories that people got sick of Gene Vern goddamn TV. sure and then did eight hundred retirements and you know or sure. but, I mean like, but, like you know. genuinely. Who else was a, a huge star on T V playing the same role as long as he did, but on T V to where people can say, I don't want to see this anymore. You know, because Flair predates yeah. him a bit. People weren't sick of Flair being Flair. You know? Um yeah. you know, it's a new earth thing. Um, so quit fucking hating, Craig. Let a motherfucker be good hey, for a long time. Maybe it's because it takes him ten minutes to get to the fucking ring, and, and I've already taken two shits this not and taken you. a little cat nap, and he's still laying in the ring. So I'm like, why am I still watching this? this is boring. And then I gotta sit through the match and then watch him get to the ring. While we got Craig on the phone, let's talk about Chucky season two. Yeah, Craig, Craig, go to the theater. Like, what's with all the over the top theatrics in this? I'm saying. Uh, Preview. Everything's all CGI nowadays. <laughs> fucking crazy. Man, that Chucky season two is going to be fire, though. If you ain't watching it, you need to get on it. Can't yeah, wait. Yeah, I still got Cobra Kai to watch. She-Hulk Craig, Andor Craig, they got a bunch of shit for you. Atlanta's back. I know how much you love everything non-wrestling that we talk about. <laughs> oh, I ain't got, I ain't got nothing to do with it. Abbott Elementary. I got some new comic books. new Rich talk about it for an hour and a half got later. That, yeah. Got that Nyla Rose X-Force. About to, about to crack that open. Oh, yeah. So is that an ex- – I assume just because of how the nature of how these things work, it's like a short-term run that she's, you know, got for this. I don't uh, know. I kept meaning to ask. I think they just let her write episode – or uh, Issue one. Issue one of the fucking new X-Force. I don't right. know if it's got T-Hawk on it. I know she's, you know, has Native American ancestry, so I'm sure that was important to her. Um, hmm. I have not, like, I haven't even cracked it yet. I got a bunch of comic books just sitting around waiting on me. 
All right. Can you take me off the line before I start swearing, please? Yeah, yeah, about this. (laughs) We're talking, Greg. It's been fun. No, I was about to hang up on the man, right? See ya. Uh, No, you're saying get me out of here so I don't fucking cuss you out about these comic books. Yeah. Um, 503, I see you hanging in there. Uh, Give me a sec. I want to ask, have you heard, and if you have, what are your thoughts on the new uh, creative team hire, long-term, I forget the official, what they actually called him, but it was like the long-term storyline guy. Yeah. Guy that's coming done. over from from Marvel. They got a fight. Uh, is he coming from, he coming from Marvel? Got a fight. Yeah, yeah, he's coming, he's coming from, from. He's a comic guy, comic book guy. Uh, but the books, well, he wasn't doing screenplays and MCU shit, was he? I don't think so. I think it was the books. Yeah, yeah. I think it was comic books. I think but that's they got dope. A, like, oh fuck yeah! How do you avoid people accusing you of doing the same thing? You do something different. Um, you have an end goal as to where you want to go. Uh, you trust this person to take care of that, and then you let, you know, a Triple H take care of how we get there and pace it. Yep. I think that's dope. Yep. I think it's a, a super cool idea. I think um, it's it's going to be a test of attrition and a test of patience because it's going to be a, okay, are we getting to where we need to go? Um, there are things that are going to change on the fly due to injury, due to scheduling, I'm sure, but... I like the idea. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, I, I like specif- I like the specification. You know, like this isn't a guy that's going to be giving us, pitching us ideas for week-to-week stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, yeah, I'm – anything that looks towards forethought and long-term, you know, creativity, I'm – all about it, even if it's the fucking nobody <laughs> that I've never mm-hmm. heard of, let alone, I mean, I still never heard of this guy, but that's not coming from a big mainstream kind of cultural, you know, a uh, 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 big deal. Yeah. Even if, uh, even if it's just a, you know, they're like, yeah, we hired somebody specifically for long-term uh, storytelling. And that's great. That just makes me know you're thinking about long-term storytelling. That's the last thing that seems this place that company uh, was thinking about a lot of times uh, recently. Trav, so, Sammy told that man you hit too hard. What? Like I just remembered, he told him you hit too hard. Like, who did he ooh, say that? Wow. Somebody's already wrestled, I assume. No, he told Andrade, you hit too hard. That's what the crux of the argument was. How is that? But they haven't wrestled or fought. It was, it was, they wrestled before. They had, oh, oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, but that's where it came from. You hit too hard. God damn. I mean... Even if he did, even if he hit too hard, it's not it's like, a valid complaint. Right? No, ex- that was saying, exactly the point I was about to make. Like it might yeah. be a legitimate, like, hey, you, you hit too hard. Can you uh, ease back a little bit? Like this the whole yeah. point is the art, make it look real, not you know, punch a guy's yeah, lights out. But, but in hindsight, looking back I'm with sorry. all the the details, this is the mistake. I'm sorry, I didn't oh. tell the story correctly. Oh, he didn't damn. tell him you hit too hard. He told somebody else he hits too hard. <laughs> 
Come on, dog. Ugh. Oh man. I thought you were about to invalidate yeah. all my all my feelings. All you did was make them stronger. Like, whoa. Yeah. And Andrade had a point. He was like, yo, if I hit too hard, like, well, his point was like, yo, if I hit hard, hit me back hard. And I'm not saying that that's, that, that might not be in Sammy, but boy, you got to tell him. You got to bring yeah. that to the source, Jack. If for any other reason, so other people don't find out that you like, yeah. You, <laughs> oh, you went to the manager. Oh, come on. God. That's something you tell somebody right there in Gorilla. Like, fam, you fucking nailed yeah. three times in that match. Can you, you know, and watch out? To be, and, like, honestly, it it's not like it happens in AEW. Just mm-hmm. trust me. Believe me now. Or listen to me now. Believe me later on, chat and listeners. People in AEW very much tell each other after a match how they feel about the match. So it's not this thing that doesn't exist. Okay? Yeah. That's... Hello? Yeah, I, I'm just... I'm just... Mm. Hi, Catherine. Sheesh. Are you fine? All right. Let's uh, check the inbox. Make sure nobody snuck in. Let's uh, talk to 503. Oh, no. You are fantastic. You're getting a big tip. I put that on there because people always forget the drink, but there is no drink. You're great. What's happening? No, ma'am. You are perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, shit. Look at Drew Gulak. Oh, shit. Black G's. This is my, my dasher. She's fantastic. She was like, it said don't forget the drink. So I looked at it, and there was no drink. I'm like, no, I just put that on the order in general. <laughs> Um, like, she was like, I was going to stop by the gas station. I was like, no, you're perfect. <laughs> She's great. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Nice. All right. Let's uh, let's talk to 503. Whoops. No, sorry. Didn't mean to bogart you onto the show, 845. Uh, 503. Who's this? Where are you from? What up? Yo, this is Chris uh, from uh, Cam's uh, Twitch streams. What's happening, Chris? Not much, man. Um, uh, before I talk, what I'm about to talk about, you guys hear that the dude wrote Joker's uh, writing Spawn? Yes. Yeah. Writing Spawn? Which, no, no, no. What I heard about Spawn was the movie in Jamie Foxx. Yeah, the movie. Would, yeah, he's saying that's that's the guy who's writing. Oh, oh, Joker! Oh, fuck! I immediately went to comic books. Yes, Joker was the big movie from a couple of years, of course. Yeah, yes, so, I did hear that. How did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess Blumhouse is uh, going to be releasing it, but Jamie Foxx still attached, though. So I'm pretty hyped about that. Yeah, that seems like it would be exciting stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder, like, in the age of, I would say there's not too much difference in Michael Jai White's spawn face and mm-hmm. Deadpool's face. So I wonder what they do. Yeah. Mm, with the, with the fired up, crinkled yeah, mm-hmm. face. Yeah. yeah and does Jamie spawn. take off his hairpiece 
um, for the uh, wow for the makeup. Hi, man. Oh. She looks great. Are we are we re doing the whole thing over? Like tell that whole spawn story over. It's been you know almost thirty years. So yes. So from what I understand, um, basically it's gonna be like more of a fan twitch. Like the cops, like they're more centered, while spawn is just like sitting in the shadows. Like he'll like say like one or two things, and then like probably get like the big big reveal at the end. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I want to see a big big superhero kind of deal that's not. You know, Marvel or DC, like that's this is going to be interesting in this kind in this marketplace with big stars attached. You know, and have done in a in a big way. Yeah, yeah this is going to be fun to fun to watch. Not yeah, just like the whole saying, whole build up. Yeah, because the problem was saying uh, that the cops like he he wants to make it like a crime story first, and then Spawn is like. He just destroys shit and leaves. <laughs> Interesting. Anybody else attached to it besides Jamie Foxx that I would have heard of or no? Uh, nah, not yet. But yeah, okay. With the wrestling shit, I want to talk about um, Sammy. I do not like the guy. I I'm not a fan of him at all. Like he legit a temper tantrum. Yeah, Guevara. Yeah. He threw a fucking temper tantrum because he wasn't going to get the X Division title immediately when it, when the entire Impact thing was happening. I'm just like, how the fuck you throw a temper tantrum when, you're, when your job is, like, legit trying to extend a bridge and you're just here throwing a fucking hissy fit because you're not getting what you want? Wow, I wasn't and then aware. As, as we're talking, Andrade tweeted 20 minutes ago, respect me and I'll respect you. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's not the, a very controversial take. <laughs> you know? And and going and, to somebody else, like, me, it's hard. That's not very respectful. Yeah, and like Sammy, like, they say, I saw somebody say, oh, well, Sammy's still a kid. No, the fucker's 29. I'm 27 years old, and I think Wait, I have more common sense than that. Sammy Guevara is not 29. Yeah. He's that old? Yeah. Makes you, makes you be like, yo, you should, you should know a little bit more, kid. He is absolutely 29 years old. Yeah. Oh, no, fuck. I'm fucking He will be 30 old. next year. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was born 95. This dude was born 93. He's the same age as my younger brother. He's a grown ass man. <laughs> he's a grown ass man. I'm about man, to say the same age as my uh, brother and sister. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, and like, dude, all he fucking does is act like a goddamn child and act like a goddamn brat because one of the top guys, Jericho, keeps coddling this dude and not <sighs> letting him. Because that's his man, right? Yeah, that's his man. That's his little boy. That's his wrestling son. More yeah, right. if you feel if you feel like, hey, I'm kind of untouchable because look who my look who my homies are. You know that's you know three years of that. You know, yeah, I'm on TV. 
I got a hot wife who's also on TV. Mm-hmm. You can you can see how that could turn a guy into a real piece of shit. Could throw you a little bit, yeah, yeah, and just the entitlements of like just of youth. Even though I was kind of arguing against, you know, it, it, uh, that that kind of trope. My whole thing is, who fucking raised these kids? I love how forty year olds get on and start talking about millennial. <laughs> like we. You know, people our age and maybe a little older are responsible for these fucking things. What are you talking about? You manage yourself? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's sick, Nick. Mom, also, wow. Something terrible is about to happen. Also, I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this whole entire will they or won't they in terms of uh, Sasha and Naomi returning because mm-hmm. I guess Naomi posted a new uh, modeling headshot. Looking just, great, by the way. Looking great. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what were people and, people assuming that she's about to fucking I get signed he, to, you know, top models or some shit? I think, I think it's more like people are are thinking like they just are done with wrestling. I think that's what people are assuming now. Maybe because. Because Sasha, she switched her stuff up, and then Naomi posted her headshot and fled to, or at least as of today, a lot of people like on Twitter discussing whether or not, which is, considering the way they've been treated in this business, I would understand if they just like, fuck it, we're done. Yeah. We're just going to walk away from this shit. Y'all have fun. Yeah, I mean, you don't, if you don't need that kind of, uh, you know, stress in your life, then why invite it? And even if things are presumably different now, like uh, different guys that they were mostly upset with are are gone. Um, yeah. So if I'm, if, if I'm leaning one way or the other, I'm leaning, they both are back before WrestleMania. Uh, or the Raw slash SmackDown post-Mania, I'm giving it to then, uh, or at the very least, Naomi is back because you know, Sasha has... Yeah, I mean, I think there's some take-all-the-time-you-need in there. Um, I think that on the women's side, and just in general, but specifically on the women's side, they see the traffic, they see the applause, they see the reaction, they know... Naomi has value to them. They know that Sasha has value to them. And so in a situation where I don't think they'll ever come out and say it, but like Nick Khan and Triple H and Steph are very much aware of the the environment that Vince fostered and how people felt about it. Like that's not news to them, you know? So when you have talent talent that, that left in the midst of that, there's no better way to showcase that this is a different world, a different regime, a different experience than to give them the leeway you give long tenured, productive employees, you know? So, absolutely. Yeah. And you can't fire nobody right now. Like, nah. not that they absolutely couldn't, but it's probably not what? your best interest to fire people when CEO got mad cases hanging over his head. And, like, yeah. people having an issue as a result of him directly, you probably got to be nice to people right now. 
Nah. Uh, I mean, not everybody. Maybe, maybe specifically. Josh I would be and very Naomi, nice to. I would be very nice to the women on my Man. roster who have a problem oh, with right. the direction of what the boss was doing. Sure. I would. I'm about to say, if like, they fired Mad Cat Moss today, I would. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, skin yeah. off my. I, I'm talking yeah. situational. Nobody sure, doesn't sure. mean nobody, but specifically somebody <laughs> right, okay. who might have been in that past. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris. Anything else before we move on? Uh, also, there was a uh, Instagram story Cody posted. Uh, let me look it up real quick because I got it in mm-hmm. my uh, gallery. He wrote, "You're cre- you're you're clearly doing something right when others try to imitate or even take credit for things you've created. Don't take it personally, fans. Remember, and that's what it's all about. Keep doing the work." When I read that, I felt like it was kind of a subliminal at AEW, but I'm not entirely sure. I thought my immediate thought was like a War Games thing, but I'm like, oh, this is nothing new. This is like the first time War Games is going to be on a major pay-per-view, but, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. concept's been in WWE ostensibly for the last, you know, three or four years. Like, So what's... I don't think you yeah, can the bag like that. Cody yeah. don't seem like that guy. But I mean, yeah. um, you know, I'm sure that he watches the AEW product and sees ideas that he presented or created, you know, happening over there. Um, you know, I think that, like, That's I was the watching. Nature of the beast. Somebody yeah. showed me one of the BTEs because I would never watch BTE because I'm not a fucking nerd. But <laughs> somebody was showing me one of the BTE episodes, and um, actually, I, I I see the appeal as I joke, right? I get mm-hmm. the appeal, but. Uh, it was when Cody introduced MJF to the Bucks and Paige, and then Cody walks off, and Max just turns into the biggest bitch. He's cussing him out, telling him he wouldn't, he'd never fucking share a locker room with him, maybe nothing, uh, when he's in charge of all kinds of stuff. And then when Cody comes back out, he's nice again. It's hilarious. <laughs> and so, like, I say that to say, like, it would be easy to think that Cody and the elite are just the best friends and know their coworkers who came together and had a really good idea, but they are very different entities and people. And so I think there's, there's some professional rivalry there that's not deeper than that. But yeah, I think, you know, he's not resentment, but I think sometimes he feels slighted about what he was bringing to the table and not given credit for when they are hailed as the end all be all of that thing going. So, yeah, I think that's that. Yeah, no. I, when I read that, I was just like, I feel like there's some hard feelings here. That's just me, though. All right, man. It's good to hear from you. All right. Don't be a stranger. Thank yeah, you, thank Chris. You. Thank you for all the support all these months, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, no problem, dude. All right. Let's, uh, let's try to fit a couple more calls in here before we go. Kylan, what you got for us real what quick? Up? With the hiring of Marvel Comics and Disney Television writer-producer Bob Fee as, mm-hmm. as director of long-term creative writing. Gah, there we go. With a specialty in ca- characters such as Bray Wyatt, yeah. 
will his hiring lead to more Undertaker or or supernatural type characters in WWE? My instinct is to say no, because it's still, it's 2022, and no matter how good of a writer you have, this is it's pro wrestling, it's a you know, simulated combat sport. Uh, yeah, not a, not a, not a, not a lot of places to fit in supernatural or paranormal or that kind of thing. Um, so, so just instinctually, I would, I would, I would say, nah. And, and I think he'd be like, oh, just because I write comic books, I gotta fucking write paranormal. I can't tell like normal stories that would, you know. So, I, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fit him or, or try to corner him into that corner uh back him up into that corner or put him in that box necessarily but anything is possible he is apparently one of the people behind the white rabbit stuff uh, so who's to i say? love that people are like following that mystery i never would but i i enjoy like watching people engage with that if it's if it's something that has you like genuinely curious about what's going on and you want to follow the clues and stuff like that, that means it's mm-hmm. working. I think that's true. It was interesting to catch this shit on Raw because I'd never seen, I just would hear people talking about it. I'm like, I completely missed that. Like there's uh, the lantern in the fucking pro in the background of the poster of the extreme rules poster, uh, various little things that the internet has to bring to my attention. But I did notice somebody was walking backstage. Oh, no, no, no. It was during Alexa Bliss's thing. And it was, I guess, after the beatdown. I don't, but she was there and the screen started doing some weird shit. I was just like, come on, y'all, get your shit together. Then I was like, oh, I think that was a little glitch or whatever that they're they're doing. And because I saw the, the the QR code. And then later during the contract signing, which was the big obvious one, I guess the flashing a QR code on on the screen, even as quick as they did, is pretty obvious too. But Corey Gray's on the back of the contract, there was another QR code that uh, I guess you I'm supposed to fucking stop this Lithuanian stream of Raw that I got and fucking <laughs> try to pause it and, and take a picture, zoom in on my camera or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm yes, I'm not doing that. Just fucking tell me or send me to an actual place. Yeah, anything that's not worth doing overtly, I then. And I know it's a new regime and new 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 management and all that, but they still don't have the best history with uh, like you know this kind of stuff. Like oh, I'm supposed to get into it and be hoping for the payoff. Like oh, here it comes, and then it's fucking gobbledygooker or some shit. We should go be deathmatch wrestlers, Trav. Man, if you don't get the fuck out of here. You ain't doing that shit. Fuck no. <laughs> I got fucking work on my body all this time just to scar it up with tube, light yeah. tubes and panes of glass. It's not that chicks absolutely dig scars, but not the ones I want. Mm-hmm. Not on. the scars you like want or the chicks you want? Either. Clear that up. <laughs> 
Lord. my wheelhouse, baby. Give us something real quick before we go. What up? Um, y'all been keeping up with um since y'all cover everything is y'all been ke- keeping up with House of Dragons? I Man, have not. That, in the TV shows you, you mentioned, Cam, you didn't. House of Dragons, House of Dragons not really like. I'll be trying to watch Game of Thrones, dude. If if I might have to catch up so I can watch it with everybody else. But man, with Sunday oh. night football going on at the same time, I ooh, I don't see it happening, man. I might it might be a late watch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and, and I'm just the, and I'm just the, absolutely the not watching trailer. TV, so I don't. The who trailer? See the latest the black the latest Black Panther trailer. Yo, yeah. Wait, where, yeah. When the fuck did Riri Williams show up in the? Uh, I, I, I did yeah. not know that was going to be her introduction. And I'm glad I had yeah. the damn captions on because it said Riri Williams and then, you know, arg or whatever her quick line was. But I wouldn't have noticed it because it was just her, like, yelling or saying woohoo or something. And, but I was blown away by that, the two-minute two and 30-second trailer, all yeah. this good, cool stuff revealed. I was hype about Riri Williams uh, being introduced sooner than um, – and, uh, hey, I even Namor's little wings on his feet look all right. Yo! Yeah, Na- Namor, like, <laughs> they're, they're smoking. My man. biggest they're thing is, who the fuck is this fish fucking guy? He's going to fucking fight somebody in the middle of landlocked Central Africa? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So he's got, and then Rich Lashley the other... was explaining how in the book, he, uh, he basically flooded the whole goddamn... <laughs> Like he, did, I was like he, I was like, how did he, he flooded Wakanda? Okay, and then Rich had to clear it up. Like no, 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 and everything in between. He didn't just magically have the the the, the water fall directly on top of Wakanda. Like no, 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 all the countries and shit in front of Wakanda and probably behind it got fucking yeah. devastated too. And I was like, oh yeah, there's it's. I mean, of course, like Chadwick Boseman passing is the actual unfortunate thing, but. Um, there's really good comic stuff between those two, you know, being isolated kings in charge of their people in a world that is trying to take, take, take from them. Um, yeah. Very good stuff. So And, yeah, and I think you've I got very unique shit that they want to take, take, take. Yeah, exactly. Look <laughs> at Atlanteans yeah. and goddamn vibranium stuff. And check uh-huh. it out. Hell yeah. For sure. One more. One more. Yeah, go ahead. Deadpool, Wolverine. Deadpool, Wolverine. Oh yeah, so so fun, so fun. Did you hear? Did you hear that this was all a fucking troll by Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman? That none of this was planned. That this caught all the fucking execs and everybody off guard. <laughs> now they got to do Deadpool three with Hugh Jackman. Like, that's yeah, that's that's fun to believe about the original Deadpool. That oh yeah, they knew. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He forced too much them money by. On the table, but maybe. at this point, yeah. there's absolutely no way. That just no. go back. He would be sued out of his fucking life if he tried to yeah. do some shit like that. Somebody <laughs> said, "I hope they finally put him in the costume, guys. If there's something you, if there's something you don't have to worry about, they're gonna put him in a costume, even if it's a gag, even if it's like in the credits showing him in a bunch of different Wolverine costumes. You absolutely are going to see him in a costume. I would bet any amount of money in the entire world on that." Hopefully it's the one right. that's been folding around in the suitcase. The gold, the yeah, gold brown. Yeah, I hope it's the, the brown and gold. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes the most sense. 
I already got right, my Forrest. tickets for Panther, and I'm out. Very nice. All right. Yeah, I thought I was like, I'll get them uh, on the uh, 15th, whenever the next time I get paid. Yeah, 15th. I think I'll get them then. No need to get them in the absolute month in advance. But then I'll, sure. I'll go and then they'll be all sold out. But I've got that whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll be, I'll be fine. Um, yeah, all right. That, uh, that wraps things up for us here this week. Uh, if you, if you are a VIP subscriber uh, to the torch and are listening to this in podcast form, uh, click over rich and I'll be by for another hour or so content. We'll, uh, we talked uh, finally She-Hulk. I thought it had an absolute banger of an episode. Absolutely. Uh, was, wasn't that you know, action-packed. That's just not the show. But, yeah, some real good character shit. And just finally actually got to some, you know, reveals and some, and some you know, twists. And, yeah. My biggest complaint, Cam, is they, the, the tone of the show is like a sitcom, like a 22-episode traditional, you know, mm-hmm. TV show is like, fam, y'all got eight. Y'all better get the you know, fucking move on. Get some of this, yeah. You know, tell the story. But yeah, yeah. Episode seven last week was, was really good. So uh, we'll be talking about that and many more things. So uh, for Cam, for all the uh, callers and, and, and chatters on, on his Twitch, appreciate everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll, uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. So for everybody, I'm Trav. That's Cam. We out.